0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline.
1: And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's Never never Too too Late late to fly. Fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode six, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about some maybe common myths or misconceptions about um, weight loss, extreme weight loss and losing weight. Um, I know you did a post recently on this and there's. I feel like we could go on all day about all these things that society and the internet tell us about weight loss. So I think this is kind of fitting to kind of maybe dig deeper into a few of these Mm -hmm. subjects. And And I
0: also think a lot of the times people who have these myths or misconceptions are people who haven't necessarily lost weight themselves or struggled with weight loss themselves. So coming from someone who has lost over 300 pounds, struggled with weight all my life, um, I thought this would be kind of like a good topic for us to kind of talk about and talk about our views around some of the misconceptions or myths revolving around weight loss.
1: Right. So let's get started with number one. And we're going to say that weight loss is easy. It's it's all about stop eating and start moving more.
0: Yeah. So this one gets me. I feel like a lot of people, when they don't struggle with their weight, um, they think that losing weight is just easy. And if you're not losing weight, then there's something wrong with you because you should be able to lose weight because there's nothing to it. You just have to watch what you're eating and lose weight and stop eating and lower your calories, get moving. And they say it and make these judgments or these statements that it's just so easy to do. And I think one of the things that bothers me with that is if it were so easy, the obesity rate, especially in the United States, wouldn't be as high as it is. Or everyone would be losing weight and wouldn't be struggling with their weight um, if it were just that easy. And I think it's hard to kind of hear people say that, especially being someone where I have struggled with weight all my life, is because it's not easy. It's anything from easy. Whether you have five pounds to lose or 300 pounds to lose, weight loss is hard. And it frustrates me so much when people try to say, well, just lose weight. It's easy. Why aren't you doing it? And it, it gets really, really right. I think there
1: is definitely something to eating less calories and moving more to losing weight. Like those are the two keys to success. But it's not necessarily those are the only two things that are you need to do or need to follow in order to have success.
0: Right. And I think there's a lot of factors that go into why people are overweight in the first place. And so just telling someone lose weight, like for me at 500 pounds, if someone were just to tell me, well, just lose weight, it's not that simple for me because... There's years and years of trauma and body hating and image, you know, body positivity and, you know, the way I looked at myself and not loving myself and the relationship with food and how I view food and how I turn to food for comfort and to cope. There's so much that go into that statement of just lose weight where it's not that simple. And like I said, there's so many factors that play into why people are overweight, why they struggle with their weight. And I think those are the things you have to realize or come to terms with or kind of address before you really can start your weight loss journey. And for people to tell you just to lose weight if you are doing weight loss or trying to lose weight because someone else told you to and it's not what you want to do, then I think that's where you're going to continue to have that struggle with weight loss is because you're not doing it for the right reasons and you're not doing it for yourself. And you
1: may be successful initially for a period of time, but the results or the motivation and the inspiration are not going to stick because you're not doing it for you. You're doing it because somebody else wants you to do it.
0: Right. And so that's why I think that statement of just lose weight. It's so easy is so harmful because if it were so easy, people would be able to do it. There wouldn't be overweight people in this world if it were so easy. And so I think that comment can be a lot more hurtful than it is helpful, especially to someone who is struggling with their weight and their body image. And most of the times I found that comment comes from someone who's never struggled with weight loss, never struggled with their body image and never struggled with like their relationship with food. Right. So Trust me, it's not easy. Like I said, 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 300 pounds, no matter what your goal or what you're trying to do, it's not easy, and that's okay. It's not supposed to be easy. So if you hear anyone tell you that, just know that they're not right. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep trusting yourself. Do what's best for you because weight loss is not easy. So
1: Well, it just takes time, and I think that's the hardest part is there's so many things that are out of your control that you can't, like you have no... You can do everything right, but it's still, it, it might not work. Right. So there's so many things that are out of your control that it, it just takes time. And you have to be patient and let it happen when it's going to happen. And I think that's part of what makes it
0: so difficult. Right. And a lot of people give up when it does get challenging. But I think admitting it is going to be challenging, it is hard, um, is going to help you be successful along your journey. Because like i said if you can go into it thinking this is going to be hard but i can do it and i may mess up or fall down or make mistakes but i can keep going that's where you're going to have your success Absolutely. instead of starting telling yourself this should be so easy and then when you mess up or it gets challenging and you think wait a minute what's wrong with me why is this hard for me everyone said it's not supposed to be hard what am I doing wrong? You start that more of that body hatred, that body image, that negative relationship with yourself, because then you start putting the blame on you that you're doing something wrong. When in reality, that's just part of the journey.
1: Right. Let's move on to number two. Number two is if you're overweight, you must be lazy and unmotivated.
0: (sighs) Um. While I think there is some sort of truth to this. Um, It is not true at all, if that makes sense. (laughs) Um, I
1: think, too, that goes back to what you were saying. There's so many other factors into gaining weight, as opposed to it's just as simple as, okay, I'm eating, overeating, and I'm not moving. Like, there's so many other factors that play into somebody becoming extremely overweight and obese that can't be accounted for as, oh, that person's just lazy or unmotivated. And
0: I think that's what really bothers me so much is when people look at someone who is like extremely overweight. And they're like, oh, look at them. They're so unmotivated. They're lazy. They're so overweight. They need to start taking care of themselves. And I think that's so damaging because when I started, I was started at 510 pounds when I started my weight loss journey. Even when I lost 100 pounds, I was still over 400 pounds. I still had people making fun of me, putting my body down when I was 400 pounds. Yes, I was still very overweight but they had no idea what I was going through. They had no idea what I had been through. They or where no, you
1: came from. They had no
0: idea. I just lost 100 pounds. Right. And so that's why I think when you look at someone and you make those assumptions or those judgments that they must be so lazy or unmotivated, that is so damaging to someone because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're struggling with. You don't know what they're dealing with. And like we talked about in previously, losing weight is not easy. And people might want to lose weight but don't have the support don't know how haven't made that step to believe in themselves to actually be able to start their weight loss journey. there could be
1: medical issues that make it more difficult for them to lose weight and that's totally out of their control there's nothing that they can do to fix that sure they can lose weight but it is going to be more of a challenge and more difficult for them to have success
0: and i know some people are overweight and are choosing not to lose weight or watch what they eat or exercise And that's also their personal opinion, but you still don't have the right to put someone down or call them unmotivated or unhealthy or whatever, because that's their choice. And I think a lot of the times we focus so much on what everyone else is doing, when in reality, we need to focus on what we're doing. Are you making the best choices that are right for you? Are you eating healthy to make yourself feel good? Are you working out and doing what you want to do? If you are, it doesn't matter what that other person is doing. So to sit there and to make those judgments about someone when you have no idea what they're going through is so frustrating to me because even when I had lost over 300 pounds, my body was left with all of this loose skin. I had a moment happen where people were making fun of me at the pool. We were on vacation. They were making fun of me, calling me fat. Why shouldn't I be like this? Why shouldn't I or why can't I just go exercise and lose weight? And they had no idea that I had lost over 300 pounds. And so, I think we need to focus on doing what's best for us and throwing out that judgment of other people and focusing on what we need to do to live our best life, no matter what that is. And um, I think that is definitely something that. No, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more with that. Like, it's if you can worry about yourself and make yourself a success, then it doesn't really matter what anybody else is saying.
0: Right. And even. When I was 500 pounds, I wasn't able to just jump into a workout class and start working out. I wasn't able to go do an hour elliptical or run a mile on the treadmill. And so it might seem like I was lazy because I just walked for five minutes every day. But physically, that's all I was able to do. So it's not that I was lazy or unmotivated. It's where I was at in my journey with my physical health and my mental health that's all I was able to do. And I was pushing myself and I was challenging myself. And so with weight loss, there's so much that goes into it with physical and mental that it's not just maybe because someone's lazy or unmotivated. It's they're doing the best that they can with the knowledge they have at that moment with where they're at on their journey or in their life at that moment. And they might not be ready to address the other issues that go into weight loss. And I think that's what people need to do is...
1: But I think too, it's about... Challenging yourself and say, okay, this is where I'm at right now. Can I be better than I was yesterday? Can I be better than I was two weeks ago? And can I keep pushing myself out of that comfort zone to keep getting better and keep improving my life? Because if you just stay in that comfort zone, you're never going to grow.
0: Right. And so that's part of it is if you are on a weight loss journey or trying to change your life or whatever it is, you need to make sure you're pushing yourself and challenging yourself more than you did yesterday or more than you did last week for me i started walking with five minutes and then i went to six then i I went to seven then i went to eight and i think it's pushing yourself for what you can do and not staying in that comfort zone of okay this is easy i'm gonna stay here because that's when that unmotivated or whatever comes in because you're not pushing yourself you're not challenging yourself
1: but it's important to push yourself against yourself not yourself against someone else because For me, if I was starting at the same point Jacqueline was, and she's starting at the same, we're starting at the same point, the same weight, whatever. We both have different histories and backgrounds, and we're able to do different things.
0: Different relationships with food. I mean,
1: it's just totally different. You have to compare yourself to yourself, not to anyone else, because what works again for one person is not going to necessarily work for somebody else. And what you can do physically is might be different based on. Mm Every a whole ton of factors like, like it's if not you
0: take someone who has never struggled with weight has been fit going to the gym every day all their life They're a trainer. They help train people in the gym Right someone who has never done that before never stepped foot in a gym always struggled with their weight Always been overweight like someone like me if I walked into a gym And I tried to do exactly what that trainer was doing or maybe what they were telling me to do because they thought okay well, you need to do all this cardio because you need to lose weight and they had no idea you'd be setting yourself up for failure. Oh, absolutely. You would hurt yourself, first of all. Mentally, you wouldn't be able to do it. Physically, you wouldn't be able to do it. And then you'd probably quit and give up and never go to the gym again because you think you're not strong enough, you're not good enough, you're not capable enough. And that trainer can be sitting there like, well, they're not pushing themselves. They're not trying. They're not motivated. They're just lazy when there's so much... I think too there's a thing it.
1: that goes into especially when it comes to the gym of knowing how to physically move your body and to do the different movements that are asked of you when you go to a gym like there's so many things that that go into that that you can't account for like you need to be able, you need to know how to move your body you need to know some basics before you can just jump in and say okay I'm gonna go take a half hour class with the group
0: right and so I think that's why that you're unlazy, you're no, you're lazy, you're unmotivated comes into play is because again, you don't know what someone's going through. You don't know what they've been through, you don't know what they're struggling with. And it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing at the end of the day, you have to focus on what you're doing and just be mindful of your words and how they can hurt people or harm people or because you don't know how much that those words can be hurtful to someone by calling them lazy or unmotivated. So
1: Right. All right. Number three. Once you lose weight, you will be happy.
0: So I think this is one of the biggest ones and something that I struggled with is I always said, once I lose weight, I'll be happy. Once I have skin removal surgery, I'll be happy. Once I get to X amount of weight loss, I'll be happy. Um, And what I learned along my journey is weight loss is not going to magically make you happy. Weight loss is going to make you weigh less and it might help a little bit in how you feel about yourself in your life or things like that, but it's not magically just going to make you happy. And I think I was such a believer in this for so long because I genuinely thought if I'm smaller, if I weigh less, if I can fit into smaller clothes, people are going to like me more. I'm going to like myself more. I'm going to have all these other opportunities like my life's just going to fall into place. And then I think part of it is when I reached my 300 pound weight loss goal, I kind of sat there and I was like, well, what's wrong with me? What's missing? Because I lost all of this weight now and I'm still not happy. And that was a huge, it was like someone punched me in the stomach when I kind of realized that was weight loss is not going to magically make all your problems go away. And, you know, even saying that out loud right now, it's such a hard thing to comprehend when you are overweight, because so much of, I'll talk about personal experience, so much of my life was based around always wanting to lose weight, always wanting to be skinnier, always wanting to be confident in my body, always wanting to look like my friends. Um, and so I had this idea of, you know, it's just your weight that's holding you back from doing all of that. It's your weight, that's the reason why, you know, you're not happy. It's because you're overweight and that's why you aren't able to do anything in life. And so I think when I finally had that realization of weight loss is not the magic pill or the secret that's going to make you happy, I think I really had to change the way I started thinking. And I had to realize that I'm the one who has the power to make myself happy right now. And it has nothing to do with weight. It has nothing to do with the size of my body. Um, And no matter what, the capability or the potential of being happy Is inside me all along and no matter what weight I am, I'm still me and I'm still worthy and I'm still beautiful and I'm still capable of making my dreams come true at any size. Um, I think that's when my life kind of started to change and I started to actually believe in myself and to start loving myself and it had nothing to do with like weight or a number or the scale because I truly knew like, happiness comes from within. It doesn't come from a number, the size of your clothes, what the scale says, it comes from within. And once you figure out that that happiness comes from within, you truly are unstoppable.
1: Right. I think if you can you can focus your energy or your whatever it is to bettering yourself mentally and inside, I think the weight loss will happen. And sure, weight loss is going to present different opportunities. You are going to be able to do more things or different things than someone who who is or when you are overweight. But again, like you said, the the internal part and the negative self-talk and the negative, those things aren't going to be solved by weight loss.
0: Right. So well, you
1: physically ha- you might be able to do a few more things, but weight loss isn't going to resolve the mental uh, aspects or the mental struggles that go along with what got you to where you are being so overweight.
0: Right. I think it is addressing the mental aspects of why were you struggling in the first place Why were you gaining weight in the first place? What else was going on in your life that made you think that once you lost weight, you would be happy? And for me, it was years and years of not expressing myself, keeping my emotions in, not wanting anyone to see when I was hurting or in pain or needed help, and pretending I was fine because I was strong. I was a strong one in the family. I never cried, ever. Um, I always pretended I was okay, even when people would make fun of me. I would laugh at it and pretend everything was fine. Um, And so I was internalizing so much that it caused a lot of harm and a lot of damage because I kept so much in. And so that, all those years of like doing that wasn't magically going to make all that go away once you lost weight. And once you lose weight, it's not going to magically have you respect yourself and your body and love yourself. It's not going to make you be able to express your emotions, your relationship with food, your relationship with your body. And so I think All of those things are what finally made me happy is realizing, you know what? I do have an eating disorder. I am a binge eater. I have struggled with my emotions and expressing myself and starting to work on those things. That's when I found my true happiness because I was actually able to be myself. And I think that gets so confused sometimes with, well, now you're happy because you lost weight. It's, no, I'm happy now because I finally worked on all the issues which caused me to be so unhappy for most of my life, which caused me to weigh 500 pounds in the first place. And I think realizing that and addressing those issues and those past traumas and why you were struggling so much is actually where my true happiness came because I finally was allowed to be myself. And yes, that was partially weight loss. Like Kevin said, I was able to move more, I was able to walk at Disneyland without a wheelchair, we can go to like sporting events again, I didn't have to worry about fitting in the seats at a movie theater. So all those things added to my happiness and added to me living my best life. But it wasn't my overall happiness. Being able to go to a baseball game wasn't where my overall happiness was. My overall happiness came from actually loving myself enough to work on the things that I needed to work on.
1: Right. Kind of building on this, we'll go to number four, is that losing weight will make you healthy.
0: Yeah, so I think a lot of people think once they lose weight, automatically they'll just be healthy and live like a healthy life. And I do think weight loss helps tremendously in being healthy um, with like your physical self, like your body. Um, Weight loss can help with blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, um, I know I suffered with like sleep apnea, where I stopped breathing when I was sleeping because I was just so heavy. It that automatically went away. Right. So it does have so many physical health benefits of losing weight.
1: But I think it's important to look at health as a whole of your entire body, physical and mental included. Mm-hmm. Not just okay, physically I'm healthy. But again, just because you lose weight doesn't mean that all of those things are automatically no. going to be fixed.
0: Exactly, and I think what people kind of assume is that all those things are going to go away once you do lose weight like you were saying and right. that's not the case like some people lose weight and they still suffer with high blood pressure or they still suffer with you know heart disease cholesterol or cholesterol I mean,
1: diabetes any number right of so it's that not people-
0: automatically going to make you healthy just like if you're overweight it necessarily doesn't make you unhealthy like in an aspect of it's not healthy for you or your heart or your muscle or your joints to be extremely overweight, um, but for me, I never had high blood pressure, I never had cholesterol issues, I never had diabetes. Um,
1: Outside of your weight, really, that was the only number that didn't fall within like the normal range.
0: Right, and so I think, was that healthy being 500 pounds? Absolutely not, Like that was not healthy for so many reasons, but I think just because I lost weight, it wasn't, people said, oh, well, you must have lowered your cholesterol on that. Like losing weight didn't change any of those physical things for me personally, but I know it can make huge difference in people's overall health yeah. by losing weight. Um, like Kevin kind of mentioned on is when we are talking about health or being healthy, it's an overall picture and it's going to be different for each of us and each person's going to be different. But I think mental health definitely falls into this and I think that's where... Losing weight is not going to automatically make you healthy. Like right. like we talked about a lot is your mental health needs to be a priority. And um, your mental health is something that I think is the hardest part of weight loss. And addressing those issues is, I think, so important along your weight loss journey. Because that's what's going to help you be healthy overall and be able to maintain your weight loss or live a healthy lifestyle or continue living your best life possible. But it all starts with like your mental health, too. So weight loss isn't going to magically make you be living your best life possible. That comes from you. And that comes from you physically feeling good, but also mentally feeling good as well.
1: Right. All right. So number five, you have to work out every day in order to lose weight.
0: Um, and I think this goes back to like health is exercise is good for your brain, your heart, your muscles, your joints, um, and there's so many health benefits to, like, working out and exercise. Um, but in terms of weight loss, for me personally, I never started actually working out or going to a gym until I was – I lost maybe 200 pounds, I think. Um, I was walking, um, but actually, like, really just working out or going to a gym, I didn't start a gym until I was, like, in the 300-pound range. Um, and so I think – what people think is you have to burn all these calories in the gym, do hours of cardio, like all lift heavy weights, just build muscle and and they think it's so much time spent in the gym or exercising or working out when in reality I lost two hundred pounds with walking and not Walking
1: and changing your diet. Right.
0: And I think people the hardest part to change is like your diet. And so you something that like stuck with me is you can't work outwork a poor diet. Like I think weight loss is mostly what you're eating and how much you're eating more so than how much you're burning in a gym. And like I said, working out has so many benefits and it definitely helps, but it's definitely not the be all end all of weight loss is working out all the time. Right.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, you can go be going to the gym and burning 600 calories a workout. And as soon as you go home, you eat whatever you want to eat and you're easily going to be eating way more than those 600 calories you burned.
0: Right, or a lot of the times and I hear trainers say this all the time, is it's earn your meal or earn your what you're gonna eat or, you know, work out hard so then you can go earn your Thanksgiving dinner or whatever it is when it's like first of all that's very unhealthy but that's a whole nother topic right but second of all like the amount you're burning is never gonna equate if you go and you overindulge in food that's the
1: one that gets me is like that meme that shows like how many minutes on the treadmill or the elliptical or whatever it is for all these different foods like it's crazy the amount of time you have to spend working out to work off whatever that may be like it's
0: And so I think a lot of people think that or are afraid to start losing weight because they don't necessarily like working out, maybe. And I've heard this before from people like, well, I don't like working out. I don't like a gym, so I'm just not going to lose weight. But reality is, it all comes down to what you're eating and how much you're eating and how many calories you're consuming. That's going to be the number one key and the number one factor to weight loss. And exercise is going to add to it, but it's not the end all be all, like I said, so you know,
1: Right. I mean, I think like you said, working out. And again, when you started at the gym, you hated working out.
0: Yeah, I hated it. And I think it's because I didn't know how to move my body. I didn't know what I was doing. I was comparing myself to everyone else. And I just hated it. Like physically it hurt. Like it was hard for me.
1: too. The more that you went and the more you were there and learned how to move your body and do all of those things, I think the more you realized there that Everybody's there working on themselves Mm -hmm. for the most part. I mean, sure, you're going to have your outliers that don't fall into that. But I think more times than not, like if people realize, like if you're showing up every day, like that's more than half of the battle is showing up. All right. So number six, we'll jump into here when we kind of touched on this one before, but weight loss is mostly physical.
0: Yeah. So I think when people start their weight loss journey, they think it's about eating right, exercising, moving your body, burning calories. Um, which is, I mean, a huge part of weight loss. Um, But a lot of times the mental side of it is not addressed. And I know we touched on this a bunch in this episode already, but I think for me, I believe that my weight loss journey was definitely more mental than it was physical. I actually had to believe in myself that I could do it in order to lose weight. I had to, every time I fell down, I had to be strong enough to stand back up. And that's not physical strength, that's mental strength. Or when you feel like you're failing, it's your mental strength that's going to help keep pushing you forward to take that next step to keep going. And so while weight loss is a lot of physical work, um, I think the biggest part of it is actually mental and getting your mind right so that your body can follow instead of getting your body right and your mind will follow.
1: I think it's easy to see the physical results of weight loss and the part that you will never see is the mental part that goes into it and how much more of like how much more difficult it is to do the mental work to have the sustained success of like physical Mm -hmm. weight loss
0: and i know i post kind of before and afters a lot like on my instagram page but what i like to talk about is what happens in between those moments in between those before and after photos because we're definitely more than like a before and after Um, and I think that it's so important to show everything that goes on that's not always seen or talked about. It's how many times you fell down, if the scale went up, uh, if you messed up, if you went out and you overate, if like so many things can happen that aren't shown between those before and afters. And I think- you know, going back to that, I think it was number one, where we talked about it being easy. I think it's easy for people to see like a before and after and to think it was just easy for that person. But what they're not seeing is all of the mental strength that went into being able to physically change. And that's the relationship with food, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your body. And those are the things that aren't always seen or talked about, but I think are the most important thing about a weight loss journey.
1: Well, I think too, that like you just said, that those things aren't seen is that it- Most of the time, you have to show up and be actively working towards that goal for years to reach the amount of success of losing multiple hundreds of pounds. Mm
0: -hmm. I know people have told me, well, it's so easy for you, but I won't be able to do it. And it's like, no, it wasn't easy for me. Like you see this big physical change in my body from being 500 pounds to now 300 pounds lighter, like you can physically see a change. But what you're not seeing is all the struggle that I still have inside myself, inside my head, the struggle with never feeling like I was skinny, quote unquote, never feeling like my body ever looked good, never feeling good about myself. Or
1: realizing that it took you three and a half years to get from your highest point to your lowest point. Right. Or
0: even realizing when I was at my lowest, I still looked in the mirror and saw a 500 pound girl. You don't see that mental struggle that I was still struggling with myself, the body dysmorphia, the hatred, the self-loathing that I still had. And I think that's where that mental side is so important because physically people might not be able to see it, but it doesn't mean it's not there and that people aren't challenged with it or struggling with it. And I think the number one thing on my weight loss journey that if I were to tell anyone on a weight loss journey is get your mental health help like take care of your mental health talk to someone write in a journal figure out what you need to do to change the way you see yourself and your body and to have that healthy relationship with yourself because the physical weight loss the weight will come off but the hardest part is your mental health and how you view yourself and your body whether you're 500 pounds or you lose 300 pounds the way you view your body might not necessarily change physically you can see the changes but mentally you might not be there and so that's why i think Weight loss is such a mental game and a battle more so than it is a physical one.
1: Right. So, number seven is it's important or it, you'll be required to stop eating carbs, sugar, gluten, and eat high protein and cut your calories super low in order to lose weight. And things like detox teas or pills can help you lose weight and have weight loss success.
0: So, I think a lot of people, when they think of weight loss, they think that you need to stop eating. And you won't be able to eat your favorite foods anymore and you have to give up carbs you have to go on high protein you have to drink these teas and detox pills and do all these crazy things in order to lose weight when reality is and there's a lot could go into this but the basic thing is you're burning more calories than you consume that's the basic formula to weight loss It doesn't matter if you go on keto, if you're paleo, if you go on Jenny Craig, if you're on Weight Watchers, if you give up sugar, if you give up
1: alcohol,
0: it all comes down to how many calories you're eating versus how much you're burning.
1: I think the other thing is like all of these programs work. It's about finding the program that works for you that you can maintain and sustain for the rest of your life.
0: And I know that these
1: programs wouldn't exist if they didn't work.
0: Right. Any program can work if you put the work in and do what you need to do to lose weight. Um, But the one thing all these programs have in common is you're burning more calories than you consume. Right. So it's not necessarily just because you gave up carbs. It's not because you started eating super high protein. It's not because you stopped drinking soda. It's because you started burning more calories than you were eating. Like simple formula right. being in a calorie deficit you're going to lose weight right and i think the number one misconception i get with my weight loss is that i stopped eating carbs and i get messages all the time how do you not eat carbs anymore i love carbs i can't do it without carbs and i didn't you know on jenny craig the program i was on you get chocolate cake and you get pasta and you get hamburger with bun And I think that's what people don't realize is carbs are not bad for you and chocolate is not bad for you, but it's about how much you're consuming and your relationship you have with that food. And so I know my friend, she's on keto and her relationship with bread is completely unhealthy. So for her, cutting bread out actually mentally helped her, which is great. So we're not sitting here saying one thing's better than the other. But it all goes down to what program is going to work for you that you can actually stick to and have it be like a long term thing. And I know for me, I'm not going to be on Jenny Craig long term, but it is teaching you portion control. It is teaching you having everything in moderation. It does teach you all of those things that you are going to need for the rest of your life. Whether you stay on Jenny Craig for a year, six months, two weeks, you're still learning to change your relationship with food and not having those mental things of, chocolate cake is bad for you or bread is bad for you. It's teaching you how to view food differently. And I think that's why it works for me because that's what I struggled with and that's what I need. And the thing with like detox pills and wraps and do not waste your money or your time on any of those things. There's not any amount of a secret wrap pill tea shake that you can do that's magically going to make you lose weight. It all goes down to being in a calorie deficit and doing whatever program you are going to do and making the changes that you need to make. Detox pills, wraps, teas do not work. Um,
1: I think that's the thing that upsets me most with all of that is that they're preying on people who are overweight, who are looking for a quick out and will literally do anything that they possibly can to get those results faster. And that, I feel like, in my opinion, like that's so wrong to prey on people and have them spend their hard-earned money on something that they ultimately know is going to make very little to no difference at all, and I think that just that like that frustrates me that they they do all this excellent marketing and get people to buy into a system that is so like there's no ultimately like you said it boils down to those people are consuming less calories than they're burning and
0: and I think that's what bothers me too is. When you are really struggling with your weight, and I know it was like this for me, I was looking for anything to help me. And that's why it goes back to like that mental health is when you're in that state of you're so desperate that you'll do anything it is to lose weight because you hate your body, you hate your size, you hate your weight, that you are turning to lollipops and teas and wraps and shakes and bars, all these things is because you're so desperate to want to change and want to lose weight. And so that's what he was saying is these companies know that. They know you're desperate. They know you would do anything to lose weight. They know you're unhappy with where you're at. And they're using that to try to get you to sell and buy their product. And when in reality is they don't work. They are a waste of money. They're a waste of your time. And it, it just, I think it bothers both of us that because we know, like with Kevin experiencing and going along this journey with me and me trying every single diet and every single program and every single bar and shake, out there because I was so desperate.
1: Bars and shakes do fit in, but that's not gonna be the only thing that you can do that will give you success. Like there's so many other things that you can do and that might supplement what you're doing. Right. But it's not the only thing that you're gonna do is oh, I'm gonna take this detox tea and it's gonna make me lose weight and I can keep eating whatever it was that I was eating before. No, that's not reality. Like
0: And that's what goes back to that mental health is making sure you're making the choices and the decisions that are best for you for now and in the long term. Because it's not anything you're going to be able to do for the rest of your life. is just drink teas or juices or cleanses for the rest of your life. You need to have that mental health, that mental state of being able to make the changes so you can overall live your best life possible, your healthiest life possible. And that's kind of... No, yeah. There's no quick fix. I think we can both go off.
1: on a rant all day long talking about how yeah detox teas and...
0: Yeah. So it boils down to doing what works for you and what's best for you. At the end of the day, that's what, that's what matters.
1: My thing too, in finding things, if you are going to try a product that have some like research and backing behind them, rather than just good marketing, because there's a lot of programs and companies out there that use excellent marketing that will make you believe a lot of things that have no basis behind them. Right. So number eight is that you will look better and feel more beautiful when you lose weight. I mean, physically, you are going to make you are going to weigh less. You are going to be able to do more things. I don't think that because your size changes means that you are more beautiful. Are more beautiful.
0: Yeah, I get this comment a lot. Is I can't wait till I lose weight and I can be beautiful, or I can't wait to lose weight because then maybe he'll think I'm beautiful, or I'll look beautiful just like her when I lose weight, or she's so beautiful because she's skinny. I want to be beautiful like her, but I can't because I'm overweight. Um, Those comments actually make me really, really sad because our weight doesn't define our beauty. Our size doesn't define our beauty. Um, Our beauty comes from within who we are as a person, how we treat others, how we treat ourselves. And I think weight loss does help or can help in how you view yourself. If you see yourself differently when you lose weight, but I don't think it's gonna make you overall more beautiful. And I know I got into a debate with someone the other day about this because they said, no, it's a fact that once you lose weight, you look better. And I kind of had to just stop talking to them because it was like, we weren't getting anywhere. But I truly believe that our beauty as a person is unique and special to each one of us. And when we try to compare that to someone else or compare our beauty to what someone else looks like, you're always gonna fail. It's gonna be a losing fight every time because until you can actually see your own worth and your own value and know you're beautiful no matter what size, shape, what the scale says, I think that's where we can actually start to see our own beauty and let our own beauty shine because it's never about comparing yourself to anyone else. It's always about who you are as a person and loving and respecting yourself as you who, who you are and not trying to turn it into being someone else. And with weight loss, it can be easy to say, I'll love myself once I'm skinny, or I'll be beautiful once I'm skinny, or once I lose weight. But what you have to realize, and again, it goes back to that mental health, that mental strength is, I'm beautiful at no matter what size I am, no matter what size I am, what shape I am, how much I weigh, I'm beautiful right now, and I'm choosing to lose weight because that's what I feel is best for my overall health, happiness, and well-being. But it's not going to make me more beautiful because I'm beautiful just the way I am right now.
1: Right. I think too, it's just those conditions. Like you can't put conditions on, like health or beauty or any of those things. Like it, like it just doesn't work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially for like long-term success. Like that. Ultimately, those things, like those things, are going to come and go, and those conditions are going to change. You have to be that way all the time. Otherwise, you're not really making progress. Right. Uh, Number nine, you're not body positive and you don't love yourself if you are trying to lose weight.
0: So I get this a lot. And I know there's a big body positive community out there who tell you not to lose weight or they shame you or put you down if you are losing weight. Um And for me, I believe that body positivity or being body positive is more so allowing others to be themselves, no matter what that looks like for them, no matter what their size is, and not putting down others or shaming others for the size of their body, whether it be someone who's extremely underweight or extremely overweight or telling someone they need to eat a cheeseburger because you think they're too skinny or telling someone to lose weight because they're too big I think being body positive means being accepting of all body sizes shapes everything like that and focusing more on yourself and loving your body at no matter what size it is um and I think a lot of times people think well you have to love yourself exactly as you are so, if you are trying to lose weight, you aren't loving exactly who you are because you're trying to change, so you must not love yourself. When I think in reality, it's for me, I lost weight because I love myself, because I want what's best for me, because I want to take care of myself. I didn't lose weight because I hated myself. I'm not losing weight right now because I hate myself or I hate my body. I'm losing weight because I do love myself, and I do care and respect myself enough that I am no, I do know that I am worthy. make those changes and it's not because I hate myself it's not because I don't love myself it's because I love myself so much that I want what's best for myself and I think for me that's the definition of being body positive that's the definition of self-love is loving yourself enough that you'll do whatever it takes to make yourself feel good and to be physically and mentally happy
1: right I don't think I really have anything else to really expand on that like it again it boils down to You against yourself. I mean, at that point, other people's opinions don't matter. I mean, if I'm loving myself and taking care of myself and I'm comparing myself to myself, then other people's opinions throw them out the window.
0: Right. And so even for me, when I have skin removal surgery and I go through these different procedures, people think that you must hate yourself then because you're trying to change again. And it all goes back down to you need to do what's right and what's best for you. And for my physical and mental health, what was best for me is to have skin removal surgery. And that was because I love myself. And I think that's where that line gets kind of fuzzy for people is they think if you do love yourself and your body, then you won't try to change it when it's like, no, I love myself and my body so much that I am going to make the changes that I need so it can the best version of myself possible i am losing weight because i love myself i am having skin removal surgery because i do love myself and i think a lot of people don't realize that is you know just because you are trying to change something about yourself doesn't make you not love yourself at this moment you can still love yourself at this moment and be working on becoming a better version of yourself at the same time you can still love yourself right now and still make changes to your body or your weight And it's not a one or the other. It's loving yourself means taking care of yourself.
1: Right. And number 10, weight loss will be quick if you're doing everything right. If you aren't losing weight quickly, you aren't trying hard enough.
0: So I think this goes back to weight loss being not easy. Like losing weight is not easy and it's not gonna go quickly. It's never gonna go as fast as we want it. Even in the beginning, you might see big drops initially but it's not going to continue like that forever. And that doesn't mean that you're failing. And it doesn't mean you're not trying hard enough. And it doesn't mean it's not working. Um, and it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Um, I think a lot of people do think that at, once you start losing weight, it should just be like this downward line that just goes straight down and like a even progression of like weight loss. When in reality, you are going to see the graph spikes up and down and up and down and up and down because that's life. Like, it's full of ups and downs. Your body is not this perfect, well-oiled machine that is continuing on this downward slope of weight loss for the whole time. Um, And I think a lot of people don't realize that is there are going to be moments, even when you're doing everything right, following your plan exactly, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, doing your workouts where the scale might go up. And that's okay because that's part of it. And people don't realize that. They think if that's happening or it's going too slow, that you must not be trying hard enough or doing enough. When in reality is that's something that I had to face along my journey was people telling me, well, what did you do this week to mess up? What did you do then if you didn't lose weight? You had to have done something. And that caused me so much damage because I knew for me, I was doing everything quote unquote right that I was supposed to do and following my plan perfectly. And so when the scale did go up and I was hearing those comments, it really did make me feel like I was a failure or I was doing something wrong. And I think that added to that unhealthy relationship I have with myself and with the scale, even to this day, is because you think if it's not going perfectly as planned, then you must be doing something wrong. And in reality, that's part of the journey. That's part of losing weight. That's part of extreme weight loss is it's not gonna go perfectly. It's not gonna go quickly. It's not gonna go at the speed or the rate that you want it to go. And I think realizing that is a huge part of having that mental strength is to be able to keep going even during those moments and not allowing those moments to have you quit or give up, especially when other people are telling you, you're failing or you're doing something wrong because that is part of it. Right.
1: Like it's just, it. it's going to take time and you didn't put the weight on overnight. It's not going to fall off overnight. You didn't gain the weight. You didn't gain a hundred pounds in a month. Like it's not going to come off in a month. Like you have to, it, it takes time and effort and consistency and discipline and all of these things, working on all of those parts daily for long extended periods of time in order to get that success. And I think, the sooner that you can come to understand and realize that the the easier it's going to be for you to kind of realize, okay, I can do what I can in these 24 hours. And beyond that, everything else is out of my control.
0: And I think it goes back to as well, we need to stop comparing ourselves and our journey to someone else who's losing weight or on this journey as well, because that can be damaging as well. If they're losing, let's say five pounds a week and you're losing one pound a week, does that make you a failure? Like, absolutely not. Like, and I think that's where that challenge kind of comes or where people want to have their opinions or their comments or their judgments about you and your body is you're the one who knows what you're doing. You're the one who knows what effort you're putting in. If you are doing everything you can, then like Kevin said, that's all you can do. You can't worry about anything else, what anyone else is doing. And you have to remind yourself a lot of the times these comments are coming from people who have no idea what it's like to struggle with their weight, who have no idea what it's like to struggle with their body, or maybe for whatever reason, they're some immortal God that has this magic power that can lose weight quickly and keep it off and doesn't have any struggles. But other than that, like you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anyone else because it is going to take time. It is hard and it's not going to go as quickly as you want it ever and it's not only, it's it's not just because, it's not because you're doing something wrong. Right. It's because that's part of it.
1: That's just the way it works. And it's
0: hard to admit, and I'm sitting here talking about this, and I'm trying to like ingrain this into my brain as well, because it is something I struggle with, is it's not anything you're doing wrong. If you're not losing weight fast enough, or it's not going the way you want it, it's not because there's something wrong with you. It's just part of the journey. And the best thing you could do is when things like this happen and you feel like maybe you're not losing fast enough or you fell down or you're struggling is to have that strength to be able to keep going and to keep pushing and do not let those hard moments stop you.
1: Right. I think it's important to be able to take like a systems check and make sure, okay, am I eating my food? Am I eating my getting my water in? Am I getting my exercise and my workout in? And make sure that you're doing everything that you can and not kidding yourself about what's actually going on. And then, okay, at that point, I'm doing everything that I can do and I just have to accept that this is what it is and this is how it's going to be.
0: And something that I realized too and figured out is the more you stress about losing weight, the more you're not going to lose weight. Right. Plain and simple. Like the more you stress about the number, the scale, how much you're losing, how fast you're going, that stress is going to actually prevent you from losing weight.
1: Well, there's like we talked about, I think it was a couple episodes, the last episode about there's so many factors that go into making you hold on to weight. Mhm. And that's definitely one of them.
0: Right. So, I hope these little myths that we kind of, you know, squashed here in today's episode were helpful. I know there's some things that I struggled with personally along my weight loss journey or things that I personally heard through my weight loss journey or even after my weight loss journey. Um, and while there is maybe some truth to some of these at the end of the day, I
1: I think there's a lot of things that go on beyond the surface right? that play into a lot of things that people are conceptions that people have or thoughts and ideas that people have that are misconceptions about weight loss.
0: Right. So remember, trust yourself, trust your journey, keep going, never give up, listen to yourself, do what's best for you and kind of allow all that other noise to be just that noise but never stop trusting yourself, doing what's best for you, or listening to yourself and doing what's best for I you. Because too, that's what matters at the end of the day. The
1: other part we kind of talked about several times throughout this whole episode is comparing yourself to yourself. Mm-hmm. To stop comparing yourself to other people because that's where a lot of negativity and self doubt and all of those other things that's where they come from is comparing yourself to others, and that's gonna.
0: Mm-hmm. It's always you versus you, you. Yeah, always. They say the only competition is the reflection you see in the mirror. That is you. All you need to be worried about is what you can do and what you're doing and being maybe a little bit better than you were yesterday. And that's all of it. Even if it's not weight loss related, we should all be striving to be that better form of ourselves every single day because there's always something we can be working on, always something we should be striving for. We should always continue to just keep moving forward. Um, And I think... Other people's opinions and comments and judgments can affect us. And that's okay because we're human. Of course, when people try to put us down or shame us or make us feel bad about what we're doing, it's going to hurt. And even now, along my weight loss journey, those comments, you know, hurt you. and Absolutely. they sting and they bother me as much as I want to say that they don't. But that just means you're human. You're human to have those things bother you and to hurt you. But what we need to work on is not letting them affect us as much. It's okay to be upset about them and have them hurt our feelings, but we can't let that affect us or define who we are as a person. You know, take it, embrace it, feel it, and keep moving forward because you're the one who is living in your body. You know what's going on in your life. You know what your challenges are, your struggles are, and you know what you need to do in order to keep moving forward. So the best thing is to do is to listen to maybe what they're saying, take it with a grain of salt, dust it off, stand up, and keep moving forward.
1: Right. So with that, I think we'd like to say thank you for listening to this episode. And if you could help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing, that would be a tremendous help to us. And uh, we'd like to say also remember, it's never too late to fly.
0: Bye, guys.